Hey, we've got a lot of new folks. Uh, we, we went. We went. Um, cold too deep. I've got. Uh, Stop being a wind. Or uh, I've got feet wrapped around my blanket. <laughs> blanket. Those are some big feet. We're a really <laughs> tiny blanket. I love how he <laughs> somehow finds a blanket to cover around his feet, but he just won't put like, socks and shoes or like slippers. On. <laughs> I don't own slippers, Dave. See, that's your problem. See, this is. I need now. to. I need. You're to. getting old. I need. I need to do it. Yep. As, yeah, as we get older, time. this is the thing. Yep, exactly it's right. Yeah, it is time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, it's it's, it's bad. My uh, my it's, extremities it, get cold. It's ridiculous. Mostly because all the blood flows to my wiener. <laughs> hey, no Viagra. That's a plus. And you're anemic. <laughs> and I have a condition that requires serious medical attention. <laughs> I actually am anemic. So hey, uh, okay. So guys, if you're if you're just tuning into the show. Uh, you're listening to uh, Off the Cuff. It is one of four shows on the Failure to Stop Network currently. We've got some uh, news about that that we're going to share with you in a little bit. But uh, is this today? Was what? this yesterday? Did you say anything about anything? Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Stuff? Yeah, we was texted that live? back and forth. No, I know that you said you were going to do something, but did I you texted. Didn't we have this conversation in a text message in a text thread? You were pretty vague about it. Yeah, you were really vague about it. So, <laughs> yeah, well, vague, vague, vague is the new Vogue. Oh, oh, cool then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <All right>. yeah. <laughs> so, well, you went on you know, Friday. You said, and then are, were you? Are you guys live he said on Friday? Selling out. <laughs> oh, that's that's an old. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Hydroman yeah. Blue. He's a. So, did you? Were you guys live yesterday? Yeah, we're yeah. always live on Fridays. It was actually a super good show. Um, yeah, I don't listen to that stuff. Yeah, I'm I know a, you kind don't. Of against cops, dude. Too, so. It that guest it was, was. He was awesome. one of the best guests, yeah. if not the best guest we ever had. Just a crazy story. John Mitchell. He was. Uh, he was involved in a shooting, uh, and ended up getting charged with second degree murder for literally just doing his job like while he was getting shot at yeah. so um crazy story so it was really cool to have the actual officer involved to break down the actual video and just share his his experiences through that so it's really really good episode anyway guys um so you're listening to off the cuff we uh on this show have been throwing out news articles with next to no preparation whatsoever um, right. And just giving our hot take on them. Uh, I'm Mike. That's Dave. Elijah's in the upper right corner. The other guy that you'll hear that sounds kind of like here, me. I'll, only I'll put Dave more est- there, more so estrogen. More important. He just has yeah a little higher <laughs> estrogen. estrogen. Yeah. Um. We we cover the law enforcement news uh, on Tuesday nights. Andrea and Eric do night shift, and on that's true crime. And on Thursdays, Eric does uh, his show Last Call. So there's been four shows. Uh, in the failure to stop stream now the the news and the reason that i went live on the mike the cop youtube channel we and have the so failure many to stop youtube channel it's yeah compared <laughs> to normal um compared to normal saturday morning viewers the whole reason is that um like i explained yesterday on the show not vaguely whatsoever honestly that i started making content in the your texts were vague yes yeah okay but yesterday's not vague and uh, I started making content back in 2014, so I blogged for like a year 
and started like a Facebook page and group. And then that led to connecting um, with some other uh, folks, primarily a lady named Tristy. We made Humanizing the Badge. Uh, that exploded and led to a bunch of cool stuff in the law enforcement space. 2016, I launched Mike the Cop, started doing stupid videos while I was still active in law enforcement. That grew. Uh, and now I stopped doing policing full-time in 2017, part-time in 2020. And at this point, I'm ready to move on. So Mike the Cop is transitioning as hard and as fast <laughs> as a transgender man that wants to have a baby. And <laughs> that's intense. Yeah, that I know. It's intense. really intense. All right. So I, I got my real estate license in 2018, started kind of doing my own business. And as I learned how to do that and be successful there, I started helping other cops, veterans, public safety people learn how to do it as well and started doing a lot of real estate coaching. We have something called the 107 Project where we're all doing that together. And that's just grown to a point to where I, I kind of came to a fork in the road because I can't do it all. And I needed to choose which direction I was going to go. And so I'm going to head down the business path, um, still being able to help cops in that way, um, see their lives improved and, and help them make the change from law enforcement to business. So I'm excited about that. But that leaves us with the quandary of what the hell are we going to do, us three uh, chaps here on this show. And uh, that's where you guys come in. So be thinking. What, what, what I want to do is I want to set that down and then pick it back up after we kind of cover our new stuff. Okay? I want to table that and then I still stick think it's being vague. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm not being vague. I literally just said. Mike the Cop I guess is you ending. say your name is Suzanne and Vague. We're going to have to figure out what what we're going to do with this show. Hey, right? I'm still I'm, hanging around no matter what, because yeah. that's just the kind of guy I I'm, am. I'm leaving the show. <laughs> All of them. All of these are going to stop. Okay. Uh, and then us us three are going to pick up the ball, but I don't, we don't, we're, we're, we're needing your input a little bit on what that's going to look like. We'll talk about it. So if you care, then hang around. If you don't, well, fuck you then, man. Hey, 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 Jacques Bleu. Whoa. Dude. Bring it down, man. Golly. All right. I just picture you, Mike, as you're like, I started doing, I got my real estate license, and I just picture you as one of the the typical lady real estate people. Glamour like shot the, photos. Yeah, with the, it's the lady that's got a little time on her hands, and, you know, she doesn't, she, she's <laughs> tired of being like the house mom, wants to get she's out there. She's an expert there. in Canva now. <laughs> yeah, we're like the ladies. The ladies suit with a blouse. Oh, hold on! Like, like oh. Mike, Mike Scott. <laughs> I literally did this just so I could. What? Why does he do these things? What he are just, you doing? You notice he just takes up like indiscriminately, like just starts doing weird shit with his camera and or his recording his videos and stuff. He just. <laughs> It makes no sense. All right, we got to get to the that. news. We got to yeah. deliver. We got to deliver. Ooh, and I have a, uh, I have a police officer hall of shame one today too. And it's, it, it's probably it's the same one as I picked. Probably because it did come out in a couple. Well, I mean, it's been out, but um, well, this this uh, I was notified of this situation from I, I can't remember what her Instagram username is, uh, Little Colombian Monster or something like that. 
I think. I can't, don't quote me on that. I don't. I really don't what? remember. But anyway, she sent I, me. This I'm second. no. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think in my head of me sitting down creating a username for social media <laughs> and picking little Colombian monsters. I, I, I didn't want to say. I wasn't even going to say this anything, but I'm glad it. you did. Well, I'll, I'll, I don't little know. Little Colombian Whatever. monster. <laughs> well, either That's way, how I'm going to be known. Made me aware of this story, so we'll we'll share it. Right, but, I, but the first one out of the gate is going to be the title of the show, which is, it's time to defund the firefighters. Okay, so if, <laughs> have you? Did you hear about the Miami firefighter that punched a dude on the gurney at the hospital? Did you hear about this? <laughs> no. Okay, so let's let's watch the video. I'll and then I'll read. It. I'll explain a little bit. But his. His stance on this is pretty doggone amazing. Let's just check out the video first. Video tonight showing a city of Miami firefighter punching a handcuffed patient at Jackson Memorial Hospital. It happened back in October and was sent to us today. In the video, you can see the man being wheeled in, talking to an officer before becoming <laughs> agitated. That's when a city of Miami firefighter hits him at least three times as other officers attempt to stop him. We haven't confirmed the identity of the man or the firefighter, but oh in a statement, the department my. said it's aware of the video and said in part, quote, when this incident occurred, the individual was immediately relieved of duty. Our department is conducting an administrative investigation while this individual remains in a relieved of duty status. <laughs> I want to see it again. You do? Okay. Video tonight yeah, showing was fast for back in October and was sent to us today. In the video, you can see the man being wheeled in, talking to an officer before Blah! becoming <laughs> agitated. That's when a single Miami yeah, so clearly this... him at least three times. Oh my gosh. At so this what, what we have on the video here, because in the podcast, people won't see it, obviously, and it's a they're in the hospital, a which is the most common thing ever. <laughs> it's some white dude on this gurney, this stretcher. He's handcuffed behind his back to to the stretcher, uh, which is not an uncommon thing. <laughs> can't he, he and I can just see this guy is usually he's going to be that drunk, loud mouth dude. Oh, for and sure. Whatever he said to that big. Motherfucker, fireman. <laughs> well, it wasn't was what he the said. Wrong thing. It was what he did. Did he spit on him or something? He spit in his eye. Oh yeah, no, that's a good punching right there. So, this Fuck is the uh, story out of uh, NBC News, as seen on Yahoo.com, um, by Antonio Planas. All right, Miami authorities have suspended a firefighter who said he has no regrets. After videos capture him punching a handcuffed patient. This is his quote, which is just so based. If he never knew the consequences of spitting in a grown man's face, then consider my actions, public education, and this video a PSA. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Robert Webster. If he uh, hadn't missed the first punch, that guy would be dead. Yeah. He, that first punch he was slipped like it a, a little bit. And he missile. Just, yeah. yeah, the guy was probably all sweaty from being um, angry. So this lieutenant with the Miami Department of Fire Rescue <laughs> told the station he is not remorseful for attacking a handcuffed patient in the emergency room at Jackson Memorial. Uh, he couldn't immediately be reached for con comment. <laughs> yeah, you don't th you don't say. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently the guy. This is a super common thing. This is like a yeah. This is an every shift kind of a call where some idiot is handcuffed to a gurney and goes to the hospital and uh, got spit in the face, which is in, man, 
I don't know what state might th- there might be an exception, but usually spitting in someone's face is considered an assault, like oh, yeah, a, a battery. Sure. So uh, you can get a lot of diseases and problems from getting someone's uh, saliva in your in your eye ducts. And um, this is such a common occurrence. I, I just realized this as I watched the, <laughs> as I watched this video. Spitting. And drunk people are such a common occurrence <laughs> Where, that yeah, they why? actually make spit masks. Yes. That's how freaking oh, I love common spit hoods it on is. People. It's so common, people, that they make spit masks for just that very thing. There is somebody <laughs> so making money. There is a market. A sp- there is enough <laughs> money to be made that they make spit masks for PDs and fire departments to put yeah. on people's heads. It, and you know, it was just that guy that invented it was like, you know what? Fuck getting spit on in my face again. He was like, just mad. Like, every, like, it's like every Saturday. He's like, you know what? I'm just getting really tired of this, man. <laughs> it's just so the, uh, what caught my attention about this, though, is just imagine, just imagine a cop and imagine the races of those two men, because that was a black cop smashing oh, yeah. a white dude's face. But imagine imagine the whole thing flipped and a cop comes out and says, consider that a PSA. <laughs> I whooped his ass. I have no regrets. Do it again. I mean, that's why I said, is it time to defund the firefighters? I mean, where's the protest? No, Where, I think that guy should people... be funded more. Yeah. You, how do you, you fund him more? Give him money. Here, let's fund you more. What are you going to extend their boxes lessons on money. shift? You just give him an extra 10-foot length of hose just as a bonus as part of his contract. He gets his own hose. It's a private hose. If he's on a fire, it's, it's the only one he'll ever touch. Oh, my gosh. That is ridiculous. I love it. But, however, when you watch the video, you see the guy is clearly uh, the, the white dude on the stretcher. Is gotta be, he's just either drunk or high or... Uh, it was cocaine, there, right? I believe. Okay, um, yeah. they said it was in his system because <laughs> he uh, is jumping and hopping all around. I don't even know how that thing. Obviously, had, yeah, I don't even know how the the stretcher hadn't tipped over at that point. He was so like all over the place, yelling. You could right. see. So yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Gold tip nozzle only he can use. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's uh, that's the first and that's the that's the title story. Well, I'm going to. Um, I'm going to hit you guys hard today. Um, I figure, why not, right? Let's, Harder let's... than uh, that lieutenant hit the c- crackhead? <laughs> no, not really. Not that, that was a good one. Uh, but I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to show the racial divide here in the United States. I got oh, an article here. And uh, gosh, I'm sorry, people. I, I can't do it anymore, but I got to read this because well, I think this is a prevalent problem in the United States. I think we ought to at least face it. And that's why we do what we do here. NPR. Dot org online edition, of course. <laughs> Forehead thermometer readings may not be as accurate for black patients. Oh my god! Study no, fact. stop, stop it. <laughs> Next thing Forehead. you know, you're gonna tell me that if I'm not vaccinated, I'm at a higher risk of car crashes. <laughs> oh wait, that was a oh, headline this week too. <laughs> Forehead thermometers may not be as accurate in reading temperatures for black hospitalized patients compared to oral thermometers, according to researchers at Emory University and the University of Hawaii. Hawaii. 
The chances of a forehead thermometer detecting fevers in black patients were 26% lower than oral thermometers, though the differences were small. (laughs) Here we go again. What does that mean? Uh, The researchers noted... What does any of this mean? (laughs) I know. (laughs) The researchers noted that fevers could slip under the radar if the number is below commonly used thresholds. And I'm thinking... Well, at that point, who gives a shit? Like, if you have, a, like, a 99 or a 100. If you have a normal temperature, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. If fevers, this is a quote, if fevers are going undetected, uh, then alerts are not being activated, said doctor. I'm not even going to try this last name. I'm going to spell this last name, but this might take the rest of this fucking podcast. S-I-V-A-S-U-B-R-A-M-A-N-I-U-M. And that's the first name. The last name is B-H-A-V-A-N-I. So it's Sivas Buramaniam Bhavan. Sivas Burabani. Bhavani. Yes, Bhavani. Lead author on the study and an assistant professor at Emory. The differences in detection of fevers could lead to delays in antibiotics and medical care for black patients. Oh, my gosh. Which is dumb because they won't even give antibiotics out to people who actually need them anymore anyway. Like, it's getting that bad where they're like, Trying to, I don't know. They're they're not stockpiling, but antibiotics are just, they're just trying to not give them out. The lag could even lead to an increased death rate. I love how this, and that's not even a quote. That's just the article guy saying, the lag <laughs> could even lead to an increased death rate in black patients, according to the study, in a sample size of two thousand and thirty-one black patients and two thousand three hundred forty-four white patients. The oral and forehead temperatures were taken within an hour of each other on the patient's first day in the hospital. The temperatures did not vary very significantly for white patients. Why is this happening? There could be two reasons. I don't even know if I want to read the reasons. Like that because I haven't re- you know I have not read this article before I read it to you guys, right? Okay. And I actually you get to the end and you're like, oh yeah, this actually kind of makes sense. We tell me we haven't actually done that before. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. Uh, forehead or temporal thermometers measure temperatures through infrared radiation. Skin pigmentation could affect its ability to emit light, radiation, or heat. Yeah, the that study was my said, first. My first. <clears throat> yeah, guess. I mean, it was like okay, uh, well, maybe mel- melanin in skin or something like that, like has yes. an impact on on temperature. I don't know. Yeah, though a separate study published by the National Institutes of Health did not significant find significant variance in skin emissivity between skin tones or. They're racist. No, I'm just kidding. That's probably what it's going to say. Uh, or the varying temporal thermometer readings found in the study could be due to not scanning the forehead properly. Okay, I'm done fucking reading. That was the dumbest <laughs> shit I have ever read. I, I, I give my official resignation. I apologize profusely. A grand jury should indict me on reading that fucking article. <laughs> it's not even. That was the worst, dude. It's not even cop related. What's wrong with you? I, I've, got, I've got a funny one. You know how I am. Hold on. I've got to address this guy. <laughs> Uh, whoever this is Mike long time where's that Uvalde update the Uvalde updates have been out for a while it's a long time for you dumbass <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> love it if you're not paying attention to what I've said about Uvalde that's on you that's not on me goodbye what why, what happened in uh, Uvalde what's going on I don't know apparently there's some big hubbub <laughs> oh my gosh hullabaloo sorry it, that was but that was police related I think because if you think about it, well, if you think about it, everything in life is police related because humans are police officers. There you go. So anytime a human is involved in anything, well, it's police related. That's just say, logic. I'm just saying 
nurses. All right, what's your give story? Give thermometer Elijah? readings. I'm over this racism. No, nurses give thermometer readings, and who loves nurses more than cops? Boom, in your face. <laughs> I don't Driver know. Driver in HOV lane cited for inflatable Grinch passenger. And <laughs> Arizona. There's a picture of him. Did they try to use the? Oh my gosh! So basically, uh, an Arizona driver was cited for traveling with a Seuss suspicious. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Did they say suspicious? The That's so. <laughs> The Arizona Department of Public Safety says around 8 a.m. during busy morning traffic last week, a trooper spotted a driver in the HOV lane on Interstate 10 and saw a grumpy green guy (laughs) (laughs) which turned out to be an inflatable Grinch. The department posted the encounter on Twitter saying, while they appreciate the festive flair just in time for the holiday season, it's illegal to drive in the HOV with no other passengers. (laughs) That is amazing. The driver received a citation. HOV violation. Come on. You Dude, can't give that guy a ticket. You got to be like, listen, man. Clearly a trooper. <laughs> clearly oh, a trooper. Man. If I pull that over and realize this is an inflatable Grinch, that guy is getting a fist bump and a don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. That is amazing. Oh, what I like about that is the fact that um, you, there's actually, you showed us a photograph <clears throat> of it. So clearly the trooper even took, so this person had to sit there like an idiot while the trooper took a fucking picture. <laughs> And then for, for Facebook, and then gave them a ticket and booted them on on their way. That's that's so ridiculous. I wonder if that's is, does he did he actually snap a photo or did he just walk no. in front with his body cam? No, no. He, he did. It looks did. like a they, photo, and they posted that on uh, Twitter. That's wild. That's unbelievable. All yeah, right, I love it. But am I up now? <laughs> yeah, you are yeah. up, man. <clears throat> We're going down an interesting path for the next uh, for the next couple of stories that I have. Um, oh before we ever do the Hall of Shame, because I have I'm, I'm reserving the Hall of Shame to see if me and Dave what's the what's the over under that we have the same Hall of Shame. Yeah, right. For it's pretty, sure, it's it's I, I'm I'm inclined to think that we're 65 percent or greater likely to have the same one. But yes, I agree with that. <clears throat> okay. This one comes from the Daily Mail. I love when the UK reports on United States police news. Uh, LA County Sheriff's deputies investigated for having sex on duty after accidentally broadcasting the tryst on police radio, oh, where she no. where she was heard telling her partner, "You're going to rip my underwear." Giggle, giggle, giggle. <laughs> Why did you do it like that? <laughs> <laughs> because that's what happens on the on the call. Giggle, giggle, giggle. <laughs> Um, this you didn't isn't even on, say, oh my God, never it's mind. It's not on Go. YouTube. I could rip it real quick, like the audio to play it or whatever. I don't know. Or if, or if the underpaid producer is fast enough on his feet, he can get the audio. It's like, it's a, pretty fast. It's, it's only a 17 second audio clip that you, you hear, but yeah, they're huh, not much cramming, to... cramming their microphone buttons down. Apparently it was, was two, two cops. Was it? I think. Yeah. Her, well, you know what it says? You know, I, I don't know. Cause it says it's her partner. So oh, that could yeah, mean a couple. I guess that could mean a couple of things, right? It could mean yeah. uh, her her police partner, or it could mean yeah, because they her kind of don't. Partner. Yeah, they don't go over like they 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 seem to focus on her and not. They, they say two officers were you know engaged. Just proof that um, 
this system is rigged against women because the man is considered a hero in this case and she is under investigation. I, I would not consider him a hero at 17 seconds, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only 17 seconds of underwear ripping. That's it. That's it. That's all, that's all it is. Um, Here it is. All right. Oh, wait, did he drop an N-word? I don't know. Dude, play it again. she was straight up She was straight up banging Leroy in the cock. That's <laughs> what is going I don't know what the, I don't know what he said. <laughs> I don't know what he said. That's amazing. <laughs> I like but your... she was like, giggle, 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 giggle. giggle. <laughs> so inaccurate. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh my so God. Uh, L.A. Sheriff's Department has their uh, has their hands full with this one. We'll see what we'll see. We'll, we'll it follow. Like up. he had his hands full. <laughs> oh my God! <clears throat> Indeed. All right. All right. Uh, I guess uh, to segue, we'll uh, we'll have to bang this one out too. Hey oh. Uh, hey oh. <laughs> Today dot com online edition. Uh, KFC customer shoots employee after <laughs> restaurant runs out of corn. Police say <laughs> that's a serious. That's a corn serious of matter. all things. Hey, oh, when yeah. you have a hankering for uh, KFC corn, yeah, and who doesn't? Yeah, I mean they're you know they're well known for their for their corn, the freshness. Yeah, of their many corn. people think it was the chicken, but it was original. The original corn recipe was what really drew <laughs> drew the people in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, well, I mean, because well, he had the nickname Colonel Corn Sanders <laughs> for a long time. Uh, people don't realize <laughs> C squared, C dog, double C, C cups. He had all oh, kinds of nicknames. Wait, wait. C cups. <laughs> all right. So, um, a KFC customer in St. Louis had a violent reaction. You you don't say uh, this week when an employee informed him. What if it wasn't re- violent? What if it was just completely calm? Yeah, you're right. He just you're pulls right. out his gun and is like, listen. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's it's kind of This is going to hurt me as much as it hurts you, okay? Yeah, he's like the guy from Falling Down. <laughs> we stopped serving breakfast, sir. <laughs> shoots the place up all common. Uh, okay, so a KFC customer in St. Louis had a violent reaction this week when an employee informed him that the restaurant had run out of one of its, one of its most popular side dishes. On December 12th, while placing, so that's why you know this is fresh stuff here, while placing an order in the drive-thru, the customer learned that the fast food joint was out, out of corn, as reported by NBC affiliate KSDK. The suspect, who dis- uh, described, it's weird, written weird, who police describe as a black man around 40 or 50 years old was a, with a thin built. I like how they still haven't caught this guy. <laughs> uh, proceeded to threaten employees through the drive-thru speaker and approached the drive-thru window with a handgun. 25-year-old employee went outside and returned to the restaurant a few minutes later and said the customer had shot him. I guess it was, maybe it wasn't that bad. It didn't seem to be too much of an argument if nobody heard it. Uh, according to an incident report... He had a silencer. Louis, he was so ready. <laughs> he's actually a professional assassin. <laughs> he actually, he's like John Wick. He like can shoot. He knows exactly where to shoot the guy. He has piano, a piano string. Through the walls. <laughs> Bounces him off like the grills and stuff. Uh, according to an incident report from St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, the shooting took place just after 6 p.m. at the KFC on Delmar Boulevard in the city's west 
end neighborhood. So, guys, you know where to avoid. The KFC employee who was driven to a local hospital after being shot in the abdomen was in critical condition, and his vitals were stable on Tuesday morning. Yeah, that's amazing, right? I mean, I, I just like I said, I never, I don't, I don't even know if I've ever had their corn there. I mean, all I can do is picture their corn as being <laughs> yeah, I, like that canned shit from. The I 80s. haven't had, I haven't had KFC since probably like since Josiah threw up twenty sixteen. I don't know, like it's been a long. Time. That was the, that's the last time I remember having KFC. Well, look at this. We have a Jesus says God says it's corn. It has the juice. <laughs> I can't think of a more beautiful thing. <laughs> well, now we know. Now we know. What's the kid with the corn on the cob thing that was viral like a couple months ago? It's the corn kid. The corn kid. We need to hear from the yeah. corn kid. Get the that ready, underpaid producer. <laughs> <laughs> while, while you get the corn kid ready, um, next next one, I, this, I, I don't know if this is a hall of shame or if it's just working us toward the shame. Also from the Daily Mail, online edition. Of course. Hard at work. Phoenix cop, I have questions about this. So many questions arise. Phoenix cop, age 30, is under investigation for making extremely graphic porn movies under the stage name Rico Blaze while working from home <laughs> I love the before name. uploading them on Twitter. I think, I think Eric talked about this in his last <laughs> Rico Blaze. Rico Blaze. That is one of the finest names I've so ever in heard. So in the chats, you can all let us know your porn names, which is how you get that by your middle name and the street you grew up on. So mine is David Rose. <laughs> Michael Vivian. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good one, actually. <laughs> What's yours? What what is how does he how do you do it? Your middle name with the street you grew up on. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Yes. <laughs> you got to say it. It's not even good. It's Alan Alice. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, who do we got in the chats? Like, uh, let's see, Teresa's Teresa Ascot. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, this is so good, <laughs> Harry, Harry Fernwood. Fernwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I remember oh, this, John Walter yeah, Bright. Some... That's three names. What the heck? You got yeah. oh, John Walter must be your middle name. <laughs> oh my gosh! There is a uh, um, in, where I worked in Michael Sterling Longfellow. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh gosh, there was a uh, a Deepwood Court in in Sterling Heights, and of course, every time you hear it in roll call, you you just go, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because that's how you do it. But I just now I, now I wish I lived off of Deepwood Court. But oh man, all right. So the question is, I don't understand why he's at home. But it says a Phoenix police officer allegedly made and uploaded porn while on the clock working from home. Officer Christian Goggins, uh, 30, is under investigation by the Phoenix Police Department for making and distributing pornographic videos on Twitter. The news, first reported by Arizona's family, uh, that's an organization of some kind, cited sources who said he would post the photos and videos to his account, which has since been deleted. Uh, in the description, the cop wrote, I create art. And my eggplant emoji is the pen. (laughs) This guy has no shame. No, he does not. Originally from the Bedford, Ohio. Well, that explains it. According to his Facebook page, has been allegedly making porn since 2019. The officer joined the force in Phoenix in 2020 after graduating from the academy and receiving his badge at Bethany Bible Church. They had to throw that in there. September 2020. 
while working from home. This again, this is confusing. No, ex- no explanation. I was, that's why oh, I said okay. I was going to oh. actually to ask you about it. So, all right. The officer was working from home after being placed on leave. He was on paid leave prior to the start of the investigation for unrelated and non-disciplinary reasons. None of that makes sense. So he wasn't working from home. No. He was on he, he was on leave. Like he was He was none on None of this makes sense. He was on paid leave paid. Paid for leave. a non-disciplinary reason. What does anybody? Because any I have so, so I was that, a police that's officer not working for a year from and a half. home. Is it just because they're British that they don't understand this? Oh, that's not is, working from home. Yeah, this is why we left you and threw your tea in the harbor. Because <laughs> you're stupid, <laughs> stupid tea. Yeah, it makes no sense. Oh, oh corn cake. Here we go. Here we go. I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold. I can tell you all about it. I mean, look at this thing. Gonna climb it and I don't anything. Every You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's what we needed to hear from the corn kid. I wish I was anyway. that passionate about anything. <clears throat> that's amazing. <laughs> so, uh,. Yeah, lots of yeah, Drew. Lots, I was thinking that too. That it was a possible COVID protocol thing. I wasn't sure, like, but it just seems weird that you'd be put on paid leave or whatever, or that those that there would even still be a COVID protocol regarding time off. Like there Most was of the places like, around here. I don't feel like you get any time off for COVID. No, like, oh, you're no. positive. Now nah, it's fine. Yeah, that's how it is at <laughs> my 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 place of employment. I'm like, we're like, turn security work. Turn your amber light in, man. You, you're done until you can get <laughs> COVID under control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that was my next story. Man. Oh, shit. I guess it's my turn. Yeah, See, I get so turn. enthralled with these stories. I just, <laughs> just <laughs> totally. I poopy the bed, I suppose. Okay. Um, oh. Remember that hey. time when Dave lost all his articles? <laughs> dude, that was so stupid, dude. Okay. <laughs> This well, this is a, again. This is a follow-up. See, this is why we are cutting edge because we will follow a story to the to the grave and beyond if we have to. <laughs> That's just what we do, uh, and we've often said it before. I mean, I go into the dark web all the time to find news for you guys, and that's you the sure only do. reason I do it. You know that I've been, and I get stuck there too, um, and it's not a pretty place. <laughs> so, how do you get stuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we really want to talk about that right now. Uh, energy department official out of a job after luggage theft claim. So this dude oh, finally, Trevor, he's back. finally lost his job. Um, so here it is, the na- newsnationnow.com online edition. A top nuclear waste official is no longer employed. Guys, you have been following this story with us for the past few weeks. Uh, the Department of Energy, after two incidents involving alleged thefts of luggage, the DOE confirmed Tuesday Sam Brinton was caught on surveillance camera in September appearing to make to take a woman's suitcase, no big surprise, appearing <laughs> from the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport. Brinton, who uses they-them pronouns, also... <laughs> Why, why did they put that in the article? <laughs> um, also faces charges 
for a similar theft at the Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas. Sam Britton is no longer a DOE employee. By law, the Department of Energy cannot comment further on oh, personal Sam, matters. Sam, Trevor. My bad. Uh, according to, it's all the same. So During close. a DOE uh, set of DOE <laughs> booking photo. Oh my god! What in the hell? Uh, court hearing on the charges is set for Monday. So we might be following this story a little bit more. Uh, I don't, but I hope to God we don't. And I think you guys would agree. <laughs> Mike, do you think this guy's going to get his job? Oh, good lord! Stop it! Just take the pictures down. I just love the bald head. It's so gorgeous. It's so, it really is something, isn't it? <clears throat> mm-hmm. And you know what? If you're going to do that, if you're going to dress like a girl and put makeup on like a woman, fucking at least know how to fucking do it. This guy's got his, some sloppy lipstick on. I mean, you look like a <laughs> you look like a whore, man. <laughs> I think that's what he's going for. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm just saying. You, if you're going to dress up like, like a, a lady, whore. have some respect. Yeah, have some damn respect for yourself, man. <laughs> I mean, lady. Or they, them. Damn it. I don't even know what to say anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Just take his picture off. <laughs> side by side. Oh, my gosh. That is just one horrible thing. Oh, God. So, at least, again, the feel, the feel good story continues uh, to feel good, if you know what I mean. I think you do. <laughs> If you know what I mean. And I think. Oh, uh, yeah. This keeps getting better. It does. No doubt about Elijah, it. Elijah, you got any more? No, I just had the one positive story. <laughs> I figured we'd need it. You tried to hit a home run. You did good. You did good. It was, it was, did, it was I too did. bad. It was a great story. Not too bad. All right. Are you ready for the Hall of Shame? Because I've got more. I want to talk, but it may, it may lead to some serious conversation. Maybe. Like I do too. About, and I have one but, that could also, but it's, it's not police related. That's not Imagine true. That. That's not true. We use oil for police cars. <laughs> <laughs> Petrol. Close Petrol. Petrol. All right. Let's see. Um, Dave, what I want you to do is text Elijah what your Hall of Shame is. All right. Do it right this very second. That way, just hold on to the information. I'm going to do my Hall of Shame. If it's the same, then, then the audience that was doing side bets, they can... You know, exchange your money on Cash App. Whoever lost or won. All right, I just texted you know, him. Whatever. You bet. Right, you test that. So here's here's my here's mine, and then you can confirm. Police Thank officer, you, Drew. hold on, real quick. You're right, Drew. I was not judging him for the lipstick. I was judging him for the bad lipstick job. That is exactly what I was doing. <laughs> Thank you. He gets. Dave me. knows his stuff. All right, <laughs> Drew is Drew knows what it, Drew knows what's up. That's when it comes to horse came in guys in lipstick. <laughs> So wait, what am I doing with this information? Just I'm hold, waiting for you just, to finish yeah. your story. No, you're. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say my headline, and then you're gonna confirm. We're gonna so confirm. Why couldn't Dave do this? <sighs> because we can't trust Dave. We needed a third party. <laughs> like, I trust Dave. Thank you, son. <laughs> thank you, real son. son. <laughs> All right. <It's laughs> the, my headline for the Hall of Shame is police officer who gave feces sandwich to homeless yep. man fired for the second time. Yep. Is it really? It yep. sure I knew is. it. I knew. We did, we did not even confer. Great minds. Absolutely. Man. So after reports came out that the disgraced officer was hired again, the city of Floresville was flooded with complaints and fired him once more. Former police officer Matthew Lockhurst, who had been fired from his job at the San Antonio police after giving a homeless man a feces sandwich oh, in 2016, <laughs> was fired again 
this time from the police department in Floresville, Texas. The mayor of Floresville said the city was flooded with complaints after reports came out that the disgraced officer had found employment at another department. Matthew Lockhurst was released from employment with the Floresville PD yesterday, December 13th, the mayor said. Our city manager, Andy Jocelyn, is implementing stricter hire policy, hiring policies for all city of Floresville employees. <laughs> it sounded like they didn't do any hiring process. They just did whatever. Oh, man. So Lockers was hired as a reserve officer. Now, this this is kind of like a separate topic. We could actually dive into this whole thing in Texas. So when you hear the when you hear reserve cop, there are different rules in different states. Right. In Texas, even a reserve has to have gone through the full police academy. They are fully sworn licensed police officers even if they're volunteering reserve but a lot of a lot of departments in texas do reserves that are paid like paid on call or paid when you're there but you're not working there full time and they consider you reserve but they have full police powers as opposed to hearing a reserve officer in michigan for example of which like kid rock was a reserve because he was just like because literally in michigan badass yeah, <laughs> my name is Kyle. Um, and you can just literally just get like the blessing, and you're you're a reserve in Michigan. So, uh, different different levels. And then in Florida, for example, they have a hybrid. They have some that are like Michigan, and some that are like Texas. Hmm. There's like three levels of reserve work uh, in. You could, in Florida, like Tampa has a reserve program for, for sworn officers. You can just like show up to the PD and be like, hey, I'll go out and check some calls. Like, all right, cool. Take this car and go out there and check right. calls. And you're not getting paid, but you have full authority. So it's weird, different ones. So he, he was hired by Floresville as a reserve, but in Texas, that means he had full legal authority as any other cop. So... Uh, after Lockhurst was let go in San Antonio, city manager Eric Walsh said that the individual clearly has no business wearing an SAPD uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and it should never have been this hard to fire him. Uh, I agree. He made headlines in 2016 when he reportedly tried to feed a homeless man human feces, which he smeared between slices of bread. Yeah. According to SAPD officials, he had picked up some feces, placed it in a slice of bread, and put it in a styrofoam container next to the homeless man. The Where did chief he get the called container? This where did I, I he know, get that's the feces? No, well, no, I, I know. I like how I, I went right to the styrofoam containers. It's like, well, who just has styrofoam containers? That's not very environmentally <laughs> conscious. I, I know. And I can imagine where you can get you can get crap anywhere, I suppose. But where are you going to find that styrofoam container? It's a weird. It's a weird article because, first of all, he's like a serial poopist or whatever. I don't know what you would want to call him. <laughs> But the idea that you have not done your research in hiring is, are we going to start, is this what you're talking about, like uh, either hiring process or just about reserve officers in general? Is, well, uh, no, I'm just saying like we could we could go down that path about like reserves and, and all that stuff, and but I just wanted to explain it to people because sometimes when they think, oh, he's a reserve officer, some people are under the impression like in Michigan – when someone says like, "Oh, I'm a reserve officer," with something yeah. in the minds of ninety percent of everybody, they think, "Oh, he's a cop," oh, and that's yeah, just yeah. not accurate. It's no, just not. It's... That's not how it is here. 
But if you're in Texas and you said, I'm a reserve for such and such, oh, yeah, you, you're a cop. You went, you're fully sworn. Like, what you, do you have think a police ID that? and it's real. <laughs> like, it's, it's to me, I, I guess I, I just don't quite understand the idea of reserves. Um, I mean, they make sense for the community. But I don't, I just can't imagine ever wanting to be a, a reserve police officer, especially a non-paying one. Like, what is the, what is the value in that? I mean, is it? Do you think that all reserve officers or office people who wanted to be police officers, you know, I mean, I don't know because yes. it's a uh, it's a different mindset to me. You know, I I'm this is all purely anecdotal, like yeah. only my direct experience. I would say nine out of 10 reserves are people who want to be cops but could not make it to actually do the the, the real job. They could not qualify physically, um, intellectually, uh, or background-wise. So one of the three things or a combination of all of them, I would mm. say, is nine out of 10 reserves. I see. That's, my, that's my anecdotal experience. That's interesting. I again, I, I guess I just don't have much of an opinion. I, I I didn't work much with reserve officers. We had some in Detroit, and they were like really old. That's what like my thing was. Like sometimes you see like really old reserve officers. You're like, oh my god, this dude's like seventy, you know. <laughs> and I'm thinking, is he just what needs to get out of the house? You know, Ma passed away like twelve years ago, and I don't know why it has to be twelve. 12 years, but it has to be 12 <laughs> years on the nose. You know, this, this come in July, you know, to have been spent 12 years. Yeah. Like, what is that? Because I know a guy who uh, does reserve work and he's actually the uh, captain and he's very involved. Mm -hmm. And so at this point he's, he doesn't, I mean, he still will patrol, uh, but, and I don't know if he gets paid or not, but he's put together a pretty comprehensive reserve program for the city that he is in. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I mean, I guess to each his own. I don't. I just, like I said, I just I don't know. I can't. I, yeah, I don't want to paint so, reserves there's, there's in a bad light because yeah, it's I'm not, not I'm like not they trying can't. to necessarily dog on it because there could be people who are like, let's say that you're you're 29 years old, you've got a family, and you have a good paying job that you're happy with. Like your mm -hmm. life is generally fulfilling, and but you you kind of like always had like that sub interest of law enforcement. You're like, you know, if I could just give, if I could, if I could go volunteer my time a couple of times a month to do something that I've always kind of wanted to do, but I'm not tied to it. And yeah. I, and it's something that I feel like I'm positively contributing to the community. I fully support that. I just think that the, tr the training, like in Michigan, there is no training. No, they have, really. they have a reserve Academy. Yeah. Yeah. Like Schoolcraft does, but the standards are really low. They're not the same as like a regular academy, which the yeah. regular academy standards aren't even ridiculously low anymore. But another another problem to deal with. But these cities all kind of like determine it for themselves. So now, on the other hand, I have no problem with people that would want to volunteer for things like traffic. You know, like, oh, I want to be a community service officer, that kind of a thing to where... Yeah. Yeah, you do. You go babysit down wires. You go help at traffic accidents. You watch uh, intersections and direct traffic in situations like you're an you're an auxiliary type position. But carrying guns without proper full training, right? 
no no combatives no no nothing you're just you just don't know enough and you just don't have enough training to even put yourself remotely in those situations even as backup like stop it right like unless you have a full comprehensive program with a lot more objective training i just think it's a bad idea to give these people guns I think that you're right. I, you're no, I I agree with you. I think, and the problem is, is there's no consistency throughout the state. So even the state of Michigan, there's no consistent policy or guidelines or fundamental, you know, things that you would have like, oh no, they have to complete this, 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 and this. But I think that one of the bigger issues that we have is that uh, we have these individuals that come in as reserve officers. You have to understand, as an actual police officer, we don't have a lot of, at least from my experience, we never had a lot of interaction with reserve officers. Uh, so it's not like we got to know them. We didn't, you know, hang out with them. We didn't talk the talk and, you know, sc- screw Back around with each day, other. It was the opposite. Back in the 80s, it was really common for departments in Michigan to have auxiliaries or reserves that they were a supplement they didn't they didn't just do things separately they rode with a fully sworn officer and basically like learned the job by doing the job with the other cop that's crazy that's, i mean that's, that was very very common that's and not we've a, gotten away from that now yeah i and I, and well we we've clearly gotten away from that just i mean just in our school system or our college system right i mean the idea that you have to go do these ABCD classes, uh, or if you want to be, say, it, it doesn't matter, whatever the fuck you want to be, you could want to be a teacher, um, you have to do this class, this class, this class, and this class. But first, you have to get your prerequisites out of the way. I mean, it's, it's and I hate to, I'm, I know I'm jumping topics here, but it's very, it's very similar in that manner. The best experience is on the job experience, and yet we still uh, put an emphasis, such an emphasis on college that somehow college is the only way to go and, and yeah. teach and instruct human beings on their chosen profession. It, it just seems really weird to me. Like, and I know like there's better systems probably for, um, for dentists and for doctors and for nurses. There's more hands-on applicable stuff. There's um, where they have to actually go to the hospitals and be there for a while. But you don't have that for other other occupations, other careers. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, just so even thinking about that is just as far as training goes, and that's why I kind of jumped to the whole college thing is, you know, th- th- that really is the best teacher. How- however, I also don't have time to, to just sit there and teach an individual too when I'm answering police runs, like on a daily basis. I know there's FTOs and all that stuff, but right, holy right. mackerel, just, I, just would, yeah. I just would not want to be a reserve officer. I just can't imagine. Yeah, I, thought about, I thought about doing that. Um, Dead Leg Media, I think, was the one that said, like, yeah, his department is like the old time. They retire, and they'll come back and, and supplement or work, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. And then they know the job, right? Like, What state had, is that? I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it will, I'm um, sure he's listening. But... Um, I just felt, even though I had opportunities, I had a couple of different departments say like, yeah, absolutely. Just come do the reserve work. You know, we'll, we'll get you going. You can just kind of come in and, and work. One was going to be like a specialized kind of like attack unit kind of thing. Another one was this. And I'm just like, but what am I doing? You know, like, right. why I, I'm going to be 
if I'm going to be on the job, if I'm going to, if I'm going to suit up and go out there, I'm going to get involved, you know, like, and now, yeah. now I'm not getting paid to do this. Yeah. What is the and, risk? Which, okay. That's honorable, but that. risk versus reward. My luck, the, I'll get in some big, ridiculous national news story and <laughs> for what, you know, for volunteering? No, thanks. No, yeah. it's just not, not going to be for me real quick. I want to address, uh, Andrew Pena said, bad idea to give these people guns, question mark, sounding very anti-citizen. Uh, it can sound any way, uh, you want to take it. Um, but there's a certain responsibility that comes with the authority and carrying a gun. So yeah. I, I, the, you're, well, I can you're tell making you recently, a, you're making just a second, you're, you're drawing an incongruent parallel here because we're not talking about citizens having guns. I'm as two A as it comes, no license to carry a gun, no Correct. permits to carry a gun. Yep. Constitutional carry is what I'm talking about. So I'm not talking about their right to have a gun or to carry a gun. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the right to be in a position of authority with a firearm that comes with a lot of hosts of responsibilities, legal and otherwise that I think is concerning if you're not properly trained and have have the full academy constitutional boundaries understood to carry a gun when you're in a position of authority. So, Andrew Pena, I will let that suffice as my answer. I can tell you that I filmed uh, yeah, uh, you did. Like a hiring thing for an auxiliary department or like a recruitment thing for the academy, whatever. And I witnessed the most horrendous firearms tactics and the most overweight people. Um, not all of them. Like, they, some of them were There's another topic. Competent. Fat cops. Oh, but then also, uh, pretty recently, one of them during a training exercise shot someone. because oh, they that's didn't, true. They didn't use fake uh, firearms and they didn't check any of their firearms. <laughs> and it's like, oh, why are you God. out in a public space with live firearms? Or just out in public space doing this training at all when you don't even need it. Yes, and there's... so there's like there's a a whole argument to be made that it's just not safe. No, that's not an argument. It's that is the truth. <laughs> if you are held to a higher standard as a police officer, and I guarantee you're held to that same standard as a reserve officer. And I think that it's, it would be a disservice if you did not. Yeah. give reserve officers the same level of training. I am, like you, Mike, very 2A. And what I don't... The the thing I don't like to hear is this, uh, you're anti like that kind of stuff. The only reason I say this is because that's not true. That's never been true. It's it's apples and oranges. When you are tasked uh, to pr to protect this, the citizens that you are patrolling for, your level, your standards have already gone up. And if you think that you're just going to just carry a gun and, and you're just going to know what to do, when to do it, how to do it, all the laws, um, the nuances, the tactics, things of that nature that are actually trained, you're trained in the police academy, but you're more so your offset when you go and you train at work. Um, yeah, 100%. And so it just... I, the academy it, only gives you enough to... <laughs> to make it <laughs> to barely yeah. make it you got to get on the job and that takes a while to learn i i would hope that any reserve officer that is authorized to carry a firearm uh while conducting reserve status or whatever you want to call it would be extremely upset um with the fact like that if they didn't get the same type of training as 
you know, sworn police officers. Yeah. Uh, good comment based up. <laughs> Morning, gentlemen. First time catching the show live. Never seen Dave's face before. Wish I could go back in time five minutes ago and reconsider my choices. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening to the it show, we're we, we're live on YouTube, so we're we're seeing some of these comments that people have. And appreciate you guys tuning in and and watching with us here while we record the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well that took us on a that took us on a trail, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I'm glad it did. <laughs> um, did you let what you said earlier sit long enough? What at the beginning oh. of the show? Oh my god, I already forgot what. <laughs> What we said? Oh, oh, because you're saying let it sit with the, with the audience. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking. I, about. I thought you were talking to Dave, and I was like very confused. I was like, "What did Dave nope. say he was gonna let sit?" No. Nope. Uh, yeah. So, guys, if you don't know, speaking of Dave, uh, when when did we start the original sort of like off the 2017? Show? 2017 seems like it was way so. earlier. That's the year that. I graduated. 2016. Did we do any videos in 2016? I think oh, we probably you know what? Did. Hold on. I- I'll find it right now. Keep talking. It's been um, a long and lonesome road, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this, it's been a country music song, that's for sure. Whatever, <laughs> whatever we have going Dave on. Dave has a reserve officer face. <laughs> well, Dave has a security face. Yeah. See, there's. I mean, there are different levels. He can't levels. even be trusted to be a reserve. There are There are definitely <laughs> levels uh, to the pecking order of, of uh, public service and uh you know obviously there's there's reserves there's officers there's security and then like there's the president you know what i mean like so i do get it uh <laughs> yeah i was right our uh things we hate about being cops off the cuff episode one august 19th 2017 we've been really wow. positive about policing since the beginning i hear <laughs> <laughs> but we did do that one episode uh five weird phobias uh in february of 2017 see so that's early, our early first 2017. One before we labeled so it off the cuff. Five years, F- almost six years, years ago. It feels almost like six. way longer, doesn't it, guys? It, feels, it does feel way, way longer, uh, actually. But uh, we started back then. We did off the cuff for a while. When when we were doing the original show, with the the audio numbers, it turns out were amazing, <laughs> but. Yeah. We were compa- we were comparing them to you. all we knew, which is video. So in an era where like my Mike the Cop videos would get like, I mean, it was a flop if it was less than a hundred thousand views. Right. In that era, you look at you look at a podcast episode and go, "What ten thousand downloads? That sucks." And even today in 2022, 10,000 downloads for an episode is like puts you in the top half percent of all podcasts. Yeah. Like, we, that's what we had five turns years ago. Turns out we had a really good show going. <laughs> and, uh, but, and but, we, but what happened, Mike? What happened to that? Oh, Elijah, you could tell me. I killed the show. You I know killed just as the much show. As you, you murdered the show. He dragged it out back and put a bullet in between its eyes. <laughs> well, that's wow. what he did. Wow. That, that show, you treated that. that show like it was a white dude, a white drunk dude on a gurney handcuffed to the back. That's <laughs> and what you, you treat. were a firefighter that just got spit on. <laughs> yeah. But subsequent to killing off the cuff in a mercy killing, or what we what I presumed was a mercy killing, we ended up missing each other so bad that we started another podcast called Tales of Valor. And I still miss that show. 
that was a good show, man. It was fucking great. Um, way less listeners, but still, we had a good time doing it. But we were just the show went nowhere. Like it kind of like peaked and then just stayed there. And but we were like telling. Uh, it started kind of like a lot of Medal of Honor recipient stories. But then we would kind of go off and just tell stories of of the past of of any kind of valor, like acts yeah. of valor, and, and it could have know. been like citizen, like civilians, or yeah. like just entire units or missions um, of valor. And it was I, I love that show. It was just so exhausting. Yeah, the, the a lot of, of a lot of work. It was to be so able much to work. Prepare, and we we alternated, so it gave us two weeks to prepare. But like. I went all in. Like if I was telling yeah. a story, oh man, Ooh, look at those look two at guys. Us. <laughs> I haven't changed a bit, except for Not my wrinkles and my voice is lowered. <laughs> my head is still as bald. Crazy. <laughs> that is true. You look like you're looking. Lo- we're like actually like crushes on each other. Are we gonna do this? Wow! 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 Is this really happening? Like we're just staring at each. other. That was filmed in the back. Oh, of ridiculous. Yeah, back of Life Bridge Church. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Um, but yeah, I would go all in though. And I know that yeah. Dave did the same thing. Like I would read a book absolutely, and yeah. make an outline. And I was, I, I told the story, like it was, we, we did a good job with it. It was fun. It was great, but yeah. it was also a ton of work for no, nothing for no, <laughs> like, no, I mean, yeah. The, the audience that was there was actually the raw dogs. They were really committed. Like they yeah, listened to every it. episode, but it was like we, we had us and no more. And it was just yeah. like kind of like was there. So we, we stopped that project. And then, Can I just say real quick too is the, there was a lot of – it was such a rewarding podcast. But again, the, the sheer amount of energy it took to run it without – like because, I mean, we still work and worked overtime and did – you know, had families and everything – so it, it was not unusual to to put eight ten hours into a, a podcast that you do once a week. Yeah. Um. And again, that's I mean, who has that kind of time? But I can tell you this is that, um. And the name escapes me now. However, we were actually like, like it commented by a Medal of Honor recipient. Yeah, um, a couple. Who recently a couple passed? Of them. Yeah, but one who recently passed away shortly after that, as uh, I believe, what he had cancer, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it just was such a like it was such a great experience, right? Just to be like, just to be involved with that that whole idea of being able to tell stories of value. I would love to do it again. We ju- I just don't have the energy at this point. That doesn't mean it's ever off the table completely. When Mike and I are. A ripe old age and going, you know what? Mon- money's making itself. Calvin starts shaving at age 11, hoping that somehow, you know, the, the idea that if you just start shaving. <laughs> Here's a, yeah. I found your old Instagram. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I said it was so much fun. I loved it. And I, I, I can't say I loved it more than off the cuff because they were just completely different entities. Two totally different but, um, shows. Yeah, but, but yeah. good stuff. So now we come to this point, then. We, I got a call from Ross Patterson who invited me on to what they like this was a network show failure to stop started out as a a a hired situation where they brought myself and and Eric Tanzi together for failure to stop kind of pitched us on here's what we want um and then we tried to expand that grow put we we truly did we we put everything into growing the show and the socials around it we went all in uh it 
we didn't end up staying on the network um, and we had to go independent, which meant obviously like we had to start from scratch again and had to kind of regrow any type of revenue. And there's just um, be, there's just not enough there. And so that was already difficult. But then, um, like I said, for me, I was at a fork in a road. Like I cannot do it all anymore. And I had to choose. So I'm like choosing a direction uh, for better or for worse. And that's, that's where I'm headed. But there's going to be another show starting that's going to replace us called Com Center. Drew Breezy's in the house. He's going to be uh, the, the first chair on that. Uh, so um, he's, Good he's got hands. that and he's going to be filling uh, my seat on the Friday show. And the dude, you guys, you're getting a better host. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's smarter. Uh, he's, he's quick more well, too. He's more well-researched. He's hilarious. Yeah, uh, he's good stuff. Drew's the man. Uh, so him and Eric are going to, I have no doubt that him and Eric are going to be able to to work very well together to continue to grow the show. Andrea is a true crime uh, commentator, researcher coming into her own. If you yeah, have, if is. you've watched Andrea pipes, start from the very beginning to now, like she's really grown in her ability yeah. to be on the microphone uh, and tell these stories and, and do the work. So she's killing it. So you guys are, uh, please don't, don't stop listening to failure to stop. Just c- continue to show the support and whatever Dave and I and Elijah do in the future we want you to support that too. It's just more content. It's more stuff for you. But that's where we pick it up off the table to say, we kind of we're, we're going to get away from the law enforcement stuff, and you know we're kind of thinking we'll just keep doing headlines because there's absolutely no work involved. <laughs> yeah, we're because we're lazy. We've talked about and, us uh, being lazy before, so and so it'll be similar format to this, maybe. I, I woke up with a dream with an amazing segment idea for a recurring segment that I'm going to surprise you guys with, whatever the new show is called, and at the right moment, it'll happen, and I'm excited for it. But what are we going to call this, guys? Yeah, we have 80 people in here. I want yeah. suggestions on what we yeah, call Yeah, we don't know what we to call actually it. thought we about your suggestions. Oh, also, I'm still going to be around. On like the Friday, yeah, he's uh, UPP like, still still producing the yeah, all the I, failure to I stop will shows. Still produce every single show, um, so I'm not I'm not leaving because this is my work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for us, so yeah, uh, so off the cuff, we actually had considered keeping the name off the cuff as we separate um, from failure to stop, uh, but when we looked into it, Mike had posted like. We were, we were in a text thread together and show there's like I don't know how nine. you saw that if it was so vague. There's a... <laughs> you sound like the diversity team. So vague you're re-explaining it to everybody, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, off the cuff, there's like nine off the cuff podcasts going on right now. So we're like, oh, you know what, maybe it's time to turn it in. And, you know, we were the original off the cuff. And then so, uh, there was a group couple guys i think old coppers that kind of took that on too and we know actually i mean we were the first off the off the cuff cop related there was that off the cuff which was that uh like a bdsm, BDSM yeah. uh, podcast that i've been i mean i've been on there a few times uh and i don't think it's nearly as good as ours so, <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys have uh, suggestions on the name because we, we decided that we're not going to keep off the cuff. There's the closest ni- I 98% came is, not going to keep What did it. I say? 
We're right, right. Oh, right about everything. Right about everything. Our opinion on every news article, every headline, <laughs> will be we'll, we will be right, whatever that is. Right about everything. So R A E. I don't know. That's that's the only thing I've come up with. So I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> Call the show. Well, now somebody's vague, gonna go steal all text. the socials for it. Yeah, they're gonna take all the socials and try to like uh, put a bounty on them for us to to get them back. <laughs> so on the beat, on the beat with donut and jelly rolls. No, we're it's we're a little. We're not yeah. gonna limit that profile picture. Oops. <laughs> I love that. Dude. Locksmith little... Jeremy, ladies, uh, if you're uh, if you're it's in a... the market, uh, we we do commend Locksmith Jeremy to you. Um, wow. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I'm so glad I noticed that. That seems like it would cause some tearing. All right. Um, <laughs> welcome, welcome to, to not, not off, off the cuff. The cuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's porch good talk. Stuff. Porch well, talk. Well, we are looking forward to it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. You know, if you guys have your suggestions, obviously, you know, let us know. <laughs> I don't know cause... about this one. Two guys and a mic. I don't know. That sounds. <laughs> I'm literally. That child. sounds more BDSM than the <laughs> Mike and cuff. Dave show. Oh, the UPPs <laughs> getting left me? right out. What the, what well, the heck? you you are a failure. You're our failure to stop. I thought about oh. calling it my two dads. <laughs> my oh, God, dude, I love that. So but we would get the weirdest audience because they're like yeah. that's not what i thought it was gonna <laughs> that's be great like the gay These guys community. aren't pro lgbtqi yeah. yeah, plus <laughs> at all the gay communities like <laughs> comes down on us <laughs> just because we named it that oh my god the back of the church back of the church yeah, that's interesting that's where it all started <laughs> and part-time creeper what is <laughs> mike dave and the part-time <laughs> creeper the wait who's the part-time creeper Mike, Dave, and Based the par- oh, oh, oh I yeah, I think it's pretty clear. I know you, you, you look like Mo as an ice road trucker right now <laughs> from the what? office. Elijah does. Oh my god! Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's welcome, funny. Buddy. Oh, I love ice it. Ice road trucker. All right, well, guys. Uh, oh wait, we're gonna be switching our uh, streaming time too. Oh yeah, yeah. we're gonna yeah. we in in the new year. How many? Are, I think we're doing one more off the cuff. I think is, I think is so. how it'll I work. Think so yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we'll do because this one special. will. This is going the audio of this will come out the nineteenth, and then the one more will hit the twenty sixth, and that'll round out twenty twenty two. So we got one more in us, uh, which will be That's next Saturday. <laughs> And then from there, uh, in the new year, we are leaning toward a Wednesday night, I think, right? Like a seven to nine time slot kind of a thing for a live stream. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing we have to decide is like, uh, we'll probably be starting our own channel uh, on YouTube. We'll still go live probably. I haven't asked Eric for permission on this, but maybe we'll <laughs> we'll go live on the Failure to Stop YouTube channel for maybe two times or something just so that people are aware that it's happening. Um and then on the Mike the Cop channel too, and then we'll gradually like burn those ships. And well, I mean, I won't burn failure to stop down. I'm gonna burn Mike the Cop down. <laughs> <laughs> you are burning the ship. Call it UPP. Underdressed, probably dressed, and producer. <laughs> <laughs> you never know because our cameras never go that low. That's true. I think one time I was in my boxers in one of these episodes, and I think I stood you were. Up and the camera like captured yeah, my. You did that. <laughs> 
Yeah. My bad. And you know I have another streaming service. I actually do have a cam underneath my, my desk, but that's a different <laughs> that's a different link for sure. It's multitasking. You're making money on one and <laughs> yeah. you know, losing on the other. But Just what was started... your what was your porn name? Uh, Alan Al- Alice. Alan Alice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's just an OnlyFans of, of me yeah, just go sitting watch at Alan my desk Alice with no on. pants on. <laughs> OnlyFans. <laughs> Him twiddling his thumbs under Starring the Starring Alan Alice, David Rose, and Michael Vivian. <laughs> 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 all right. Oh well, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, yeah, we love you. you. We appreciate you all. We hope that you, everybody listening will continue to watch whatever it is that we put out next. Whatever we will, garbage we'll never we stop. <laughs> we'll never quit. All right. Uh, we'll never take us we'll talk alive. about what we'll do, but uh, anyway. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.